This is a $160 million story coming out of North Dakota State University, and so you're going to ask me, who is Dr. Holly Mackey? Well, I'm going to tell you. Uh, she's been named the chief strategy officer to lead the project called Farms. Now, Dr. Mackey uh, is uh, is coming on with us to explain what Farms is. Dr. Mackey, good to have you on News and Views. Thank you so much for inviting us. I think you need to tell us what farms is. 160 million, that got my attention. I'm not going to lie to you. Right. Yeah, it got our attention too when the RFP came out from the National Science Foundation. Essentially, farms is an acronym. It stands for Food Systems Adapted for Resiliency and Maximized Security. And what we have proposed to do is really stand up the North Dakota Advanced Agriculture Technology Engine. So really thinking about the ways that partners can come together to accelerate innovation that solves for food insecurity and develop cross-cultural engagement through ag tech innovation. Now, this goes over 10 years, right? Yeah, it's done in tranches. So we'll have the, the first two years we have our, our plan, right, to stand this engine up and really accelerate the innovation and then we'll be eligible for additional funding. So every two years, we will show our progress to NSF. And once we have demonstrated that we're successfully able to leverage the resources, then we will be able to get more resources from NSF and put those back into our ecosystem. Dr. Mackey, I've got one of the best ag reporters in the country with me who's got questions for you as well. Rusty Halverson. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dr. Mackey, uh, Mackey uh, Rusty here. Now, uh, this is not a grant. This is a cooperative agreement. Can you explain kind of what the difference is there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're right. This isn't a grant. Typically, you know, a research grant would funnel money into a research institution, and then the research outcomes would be reported back to the agencies. This is much different. This is really looking at the ways that research connects with education and workforce development, which connects to economic development, and then it actually connects into growers and it connects into employment opportunities through the chamber. So our five core partners are the Fargo-Moorhead Economic Development Corporation, the Fargo-Moorhead West Fargo Chamber, the North Dakota Tribal College System, which is the only collectively established tribal college system at the state level in the United States, Grand Farm, and NDSU. And so through the process of coming together to think about what it really means to develop an ecosystem, NSF was really direct in thinking about the ways that industry and research and economic development and employment opportunities are all very tightly linked. And so for the last two years, this team has been working together to really develop a strategy that will allow us to amplify this ecosystem in a way that makes sense for North Dakota. Dr. Mackey, as I understand it, uh, North Dakota will be kind of working on the agricultural piece of this. And one crop in particular, if I'm right, uh, dry beans, edible beans, uh, and research when it comes to that crop. Um, can you tell us what kind of steps, what kind of developments you, you hope to accomplish through this program beginning with that crop? Yes, we are looking at Phil McLean's work, Dr. Phil McLean at NDSU, and thinking about genomic and phenomic sequencing for dry beans, and how do we develop crops that are resistant to climate? How do we develop crops that are demonstrating the, the physical characteristics that allow them to be harvested and reduce yield and improve profitability on that side? And so while we're focusing on crops like beans, we're really looking at all, all public crops, which is what sets us apart from 
other agricultural enterprises. We're really thinking about all of the crops that are in, in North Dakota. And so through that, we're looking at the genomic and phenomic sequencing as one part of that. But we're also then collecting data and developing really sophisticated models that allow us to think about predictive agriculture differently. What do we need in the future and how can we anticipate both the climate and the, the different variations of seeds that are going to be developed through this grant? And then in addition to that, we're looking at sensors. So we have engineering and our precision ag uh, researchers working together to develop prototypes of sensors that will help growers better regulate their fields, better understand what's happening out in their fields. And so that's one of our first two-year goals. And then along with those, we have an emerging research area that I think is interesting specifically as it relates to beans, where we're working with the tribal colleges to think about how traditional knowledge of these crops can help inform the future of them. As we know, the tribes have a long history of understanding both the, the evolution of our, our climate, right, the understanding of the land, and have been developing these crops for generations. And so we're really merging the idea of both Western and traditional indigenous knowledges to think about the ways that we can feed the world. I actually was, uh, Dr. Mackey Joel here again, I was going to ask about mm -hmm. the, the tribes because some of what you were, you were pointing to fits right into their wheelhouse. Have you begun any conversations with them or how far along is that? Yeah, well, you know, it's always important when anybody wants to work with tribal communities that they bring them into the conversation at the beginning. And so that's what we've sought to do. We have United Tribes Technical College as one of our, our sub-awards, and we also have Nuetehebat-Sasanish College, and then, of course, the North Dakota Tribal College System as that core partner. And through that emerging research, we're looking at the ways that we can think about equity in action if you think about small-scale farming, looking at the tribal colleges, zero-carbon footprint greenhouses, thinking about the ways that we can reclaim heirloom seed characteristics and infuse them into, into more viable right, seed seeds for the future, and then thinking about the ways that ag tech is really for everybody. And I think that you know agriculture flags a certain type of workforce or education, but you know, we really believe that ag tech is for everybody. We're talking about drones. We're talking about sensors. We're talking about engineering. We're talking about food security. And really, when you think about what the tribes are trying to accomplish, tribal sovereignty is very dependent on food security. So the tribes have long been working towards these goals and have the degree programs in the tribal colleges. So we're able to infuse resources into their programs and then connect them to our network of entrepreneurs, industry investors, and help them really scale up what it is they're trying to accomplish. Dr. Mackey Rusty here. Um, this seems like a generational kind of opportunity. If we could turn the clock back about 30 years and I was an undergrad or grad student at NDSU, I'd be very excited about this opportunity. But for the folks out there in the countryside, say I'm a farmer in Pierce County and I've got 75 cows, a couple thousand acres. Why should I be excited about this program? What, what does it mean for me for the future? I love that question. You know, I think we could all agree that agriculture is changing and technology is the future. And we're going to have to start to think about the ways that technology can help improve our agricultural enterprises. But for the average grower, it might feel a little bit disconnected. So one of the things that we have built into this cooperative agreement specifically is getting input from growers themselves 
And then think about the ways that research can meet the identified needs of the growers rather than having the research driving what's coming to market. And so, you know, the, the, we have an aging out population in North Dakota where we have a lot of kids who aren't staying on the farms anymore. We have, you know, the average farmer or rancher just doesn't have the ability to, to manage the farm in the same way that they used to. And so for me, if I were sitting out in Western North Dakota thinking about how this might affect me, I would be thinking about how I can have an additional set of hands, an entire workforce really through the technology that's being developed to help with last acre connectivity to understand what's happening right in all areas of the farm at the same time, to think about the ways that we can predict through weather patterning what we're going to need for the next, the next year's crop. And so it's, it's really a matter of survival when you think about it, because like you, 30 years ago, I wouldn't have thought of anything like this, but the wave of technology is just moving so fast. And so we're trying to develop tools that are research-based, use-inspired research that allows growers to meet their immediate needs. And so we have a feedback system and we have grower boards that we're working with to ensure that as the engine accelerates, we're not leaving growers behind. They're central to the conversation and they're going to be driving our youth-inspired research. So, Dr. Mackey, the, the general public, because now you've gotten their attention, I mean, how do they track this? How do they stay on top of it? The first thing would be go to farmspeedstheworld.com. This is our website. Um, we do start the cooperative agreement March 1st, so we're really in that, that gear-up phase and, and identifying personnel and, and really getting the plan in motion. But we have a contact page on that website, and we have a news page on that website. And then we're also represented on all of the social media, so people can follow us there. But we would love to have a conversation if this is something that's of interest to you, and we'd be happy to have anybody reach out to us through that contact on the Farm Seeds the World website, and we'll, we'll get back to them. Dr. Mackey, great to have you on. I look forward to further conversations about this. So thanks for joining Rusty and I. Thank you so much for this opportunity.